John chapter 13. The Lord's Supper and Jesus washes the disciples' feet. Now, before the feast of the Passover, Jesus, knowing that his hour had come, that he would depart out of this world to the Father, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. During supper, the devil, having already put into the heart of Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon, to betray him, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands and that he had come forth from God and was going back to God, got up from supper and laid aside his garments and taking a towel, he girded himself. Then he poured water into the basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wash them with the towel and with which he was girded. So he came to Simon Peter He said to him, Lord, do you wash my feet? Jesus answered and said to him, What I do you do not realize now, but you will understand hereafter. Peter said to him, Never shall you wash my feet. Jesus answered him, If I do not wash you, you have no part with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, then wash not only my feet, but also my hands and my feet and my head. Jesus said to him, he who has bathed needs only to wash his feet, but is completely clean. And you are clean, but not all of you. For he knew that the one who was betraying him, for this reason, he said, not all of you are clean. So when he had washed their feet and taken his garments and reclined at the table again, he said to them, do you know what I have done for you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right. For so I am. If I then, the Lord and the teacher, washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I gave you an example that you also should do as I do. Truly, truly, I say to you, a slave is not greater than his master, nor is one who is sent greater than the one who sent him. If you know these things, you are blessed if you do them. I do not speak to all of you. I know the ones I have chosen, but it is that the scripture may be fulfilled. He who eats my bread has lifted up his heel against me. From now on, from now on, I am telling you before it comes to pass, so that when it does occur, you may believe that I am he. Truly, truly, I say to you, he who receives whomever I send receives me, and he who receives me receives him who sent me. That was John chapter 13, verse 1 through 20. Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for this time. We thank you for the time uh, to reveal yourself. We thank you, Lord God, for loving us and caring for us and um, and washing our feet, Lord God. What you did for the disciples, you did for us, Lord God. We love you. We praise you. We glorify you. We magnify you. We ask you, Lord God, to forgive us and cleanse us of all unrighteousness, Lord God, so that we may hear from your word, Lord God, so that we can do what thus saith the Lord. It's in Jesus' precious name we pray and give thanks. Amen. Now, before the feast of the Passover, Jesus, knowing that his hour had come, 
so that he would depart out of this world to the Father, having loved his own who were in the world. He loved them to the end. I love this. Um, Jesus's life is just as important as his death. So we see we see the Lord getting prepared to do the final thing that he has to do here on this earth. You know, what I mean, like as as a person who is, you know, like fully God and fully man, that's getting ready to come to an end. Right. But he fulfilled his mission, you know, knowing that his hour had come. Remember, prior to this, we would always see, oh, we would always see people trying to kill him. And he would escape because his hour hadn't come. It doesn't say how he escaped or whatever. It's just like his hour hadn't come. But now it's drawing near. His hour has come. Remember in chapter in chapter two, his um his mother was like, yo, they need wine. And he was like, my time hasn't come yet. Well, it's come. Right. Um, he would depart out of this world to the father, having loved his own who were in the world he loved them to the end. Jesus loved us to the end. He loved us to the end. Amen. Verse 2. During supper, the devil having already put into the heart of Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon, to betray him. That's plain as day, right? Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands and that he had come forth from God and was going back to God. Where did Jesus come from? He came from God. And now he's going back to God. At that point, he was going back to God. It's like, well, where is he? Where is he? Is he? You know, like we're answering the question for you. This isn't a regular man. Like this is God in the flesh. Verse four, got up from supper and laid aside his garments and taking a towel, he girded himself. Then he poured water into the basin and began to wash the disciples feet and to wipe them with the towel with which he was girded. This is Jesus, the Christ. King of kings, Lord of lords, taking the role of a servant. That's what real kings do. Kings serve. This, it isn't just this this glorious thing, right? It's like, yo, this is an act of servitude, you know? This, if I, so, and, you know, it goes on to talk about it like, yo, if our Lord is washing feet, if our Lord is, is being a servant, how much more do we need to be servants? He was like, yo, if you see me doing, I'm getting ahead of myself, so I'll stop. Um, so he came to Simon Peter. He said to him, Lord, do you wash my feet? So Simon is like, you don't deserve to be washing my feet. Da, 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 da. You know, Simon was always Simon. Peter was always doing the most. Right. Jesus answered and said to him, what I do, you do not realize now, but you will understand hereafter. And we understand in part what what Jesus is doing. Remember, the Bible says, blessed are the feet that uh that walk if Blessed are the feet that, you know, that trot, that travel to share the gospel, you know, and he's washing their feet. This is super deep. But it was also like people like it was customary to wash someone's feet because, you know, they wore sandals and stuff like that. And their feet were always getting dirty, you know. So but this was like a lowly type of thing. And Peter is like, you don't have to wash my feet. 
And Jesus was like, yo, I have to wash your feet because if I wash feet, that means that y'all have to wash feet. If I'm the teacher and all of that, if I'm the one that you're supposed to be following, I wash feet. And y'all going to be washing feet too, whether it be literal or proverbial, right? We have to wash people's feet like we are called to be servants, man. And I think a lot of times we forget that. When I my name when I put my moniker my one of my monikers is Robe the King, that that I is not in there. It's an X as for the cross. Like I'm a king based off of what Jesus says. How Jesus says that I'm a king. I'm not a king by this world standards. I'm a king by kingdom standards. Jesus answered and said to him, "What I do, you do not realize now, but you will understand hereafter." Peter said to him, "Never shall you wash my feet." So we see him doing this like later on, like doing extra stuff like, no, they not going to take you. No, they not going to do this. And it's like, Peter, you just can't do what you want to do. And I think a lot of people like Peter because we see ourselves in Peter, you know, and Jesus is like, you got it all jacked up. This is Jesus. He says, if I do not wash you, you have no part with me. No, wash me, Lord. Cleanse me, Lord. Make me over. Yes. You have to be the one to do it. Yes, you are the one who washes me. I want every part of you. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, then wash not only my feet, but also my hands and my head. So he's doing too much again already. Jesus said to him, he who has bathed needs only to wash his feet, but is completely clean. And you are clean, but not all of you. So Jesus is saying like, yo, you're clean. But you're, I'm not just talking about physically. You're clean because you believe in me. You clean because you trust in me to wash you, you know. But not all of you are clean. And he's speaking to Judas, but he was speaking to other people to come as well. He was speaking in all non, but he was speaking about all non-believers. But he was speaking about them as the twelve. Like, no, not all of you are clean. Some of you are mad, wayward, and you know, so wayward that the enemy. Into, is able to enter into you to do all types of stuff. Jesus said to him, he who bathes needs only to wash his feet, but is completely clean. And you are clean, but not all of you. For he knew the one who was betraying him. For this reason, he said, not all of you are clean. So when he had washed their feet and taken his garments and reclined at the table again, he said to them, do you know what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, for so I am. Like, I am teacher, I am, and I am Lord. If I then, the Lord and the teacher, washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I gave you an example that you also should do as I did to you. So Jesus is speaking very plainly here. A lot of times he would be speaking in parables and stuff like that, but it's like, yo, the time is coming, like, is you have to understand this and this is important. Jesus was telling this telling the disciples this stuff in his last hour, like in his last moments. You know what I mean? In his last moments living, you know what I mean? Like this so y'all know how ultimately important this is and how close this is to Jesus's heart. This is what he was trying to get them to understand. For I gave you an example that you also should do as I did to you. Truly, truly, I say to you, a slave is not greater than his master, 
nor is one who is sent greater than the one who sent him. If you know these things, you are blessed if you do them. I do not speak of all of you. I know the ones I have chosen. So Jesus has chosen. He knows the one whom he has chosen. There it is again. But it is that description may be fulfilled. He who eats my bread has lifted up his heel against me. I love it. He who eats my bread has lifted up his heel against me. Um, you're not you're not against me. If you eat my bread, you part you are partaking in this with me. You are a part of me. You have lifted up your heel against me. You you're not opposing me. You are not holding me down. I, I get it. I love it. We might look into that a little bit more if my computer is running well. Um, let me just try to find that really quickly because we're not going to be on here too much longer. But um, let me see. This this is John thirteen. John thirteen, verse eighteen. Let me write. John 13, verse 18, meaning, let me see if that gets us closer. Y'all know sometimes we agree, sometimes we don't agree. Mm -hmm. Against me. To the Eastern idea of hospitality, for one who shares my bread to lift up his heel against me means he has taken cruel advantage of me. Okay. He who eats my bread... Has lifted up his heel against me. Oh, no. He's talking about Judas. Yeah. Okay. Forgive me. I'm glad we looked this up. He's talking about Judas here. Verse 18. I do not speak of all of you. I know the ones I have chosen, but it is that the scripture may be fulfilled. He who eats my bread has lifted up his heel against me. Yes. So this is a great offense. Remember later on, they was like, Lord, who is it? And he was like, whomever I dip this morsel and give it to him, that's who did it. Like, so you eat my bread. From now on, I am telling you before it comes to pass so that when it does occur, you may believe that I am he. Truly, truly, I say to you, he who receives whomever I send receives me. And he who receives me receives him who sent me. If you receive my servants, you receive me. If you receive me, you receive God. I think that's a good place to stop. Lord, um, help us to be servants. Help us to love and to serve um, in the way that in which you did. Do not let us become cynical. And if we have become cynical, Lord God, remove the callous from us, Lord God, so that we can love in the way that in which you love. We this this it's enough loving like the world. We need to love how Christ loved. That's the only way that we get to change the world. We love you. We glorify you. And we praise you. It's in Jesus' precious name we pray and give thanks. Amen. Grace and peace, Bailey. Daddy loves you.